Starting at the Mishnah, the bottom of Mem Aleph. So, a Hamecham, an urn, Shepinuhu, that was cleared. Now, the, the Gemara is going to explain this Mishnah uh, up to four different ways. So, we're just going to translate it very uh, literal, literally right now. Hamecham Shepinuhu, it was cleared. Don't put cold water into the hot urn, right, that has boiling water in it. Bishfil Sheyichamu. In order that the water that you're putting in, so you have a cup, a cup of cold water, and you want to heat it up, that you can't do. You can't heat up water, obviously, on Shabbos. However, you can put water into it, or into a cup, to remove the chill. So now we're going to have to understand exactly what this Mishnah is saying. So my Ka'amar, what's the Mishnah saying? Zakta Gemara. Amar of Adabar Masna. Rav Adabar Masna is learning the Mishnah as follows. Hachi Ka'amar. Here's how we learn the Mishnah. Hamecham, an urn. Shepina mimenu mayim chamen. That you cleared out all the boiling water from it. So all you're left with is an empty urn. But the urn itself, it's a metal urn. It's still hot. So lo yitin l'teichan mayim mu'atim. Don't put a little tiny bit of water. Because what's going to happen if you take, you know, a little bit of water, let's say one ounce of cold water, and put it into a hot, empty urn, because it will heat up the cold water, and that is aser. But you can put a lot of water in if you take an empty urn that is no longer on the fire, and it's empty, and you pour in, so if you pour in one ounce of water, it'll heat up the water. And that's going to be a problem on Shabbos, you're heating up water. But if you pour in, you know, a, a, whole, a whole bucket of water, so then all it's going to do is warm up, it's going to just remove the chill. You can put a lot of water into this empty urn, to remove the chill from the cold water that you're pouring in. And the mecham, the empty urn, thus is hot enough to remove the chill from your cold water, but it's not hot enough because you're putting in so much water, it's not going to be warm enough to heat up the water that you're now introducing. So uh, Rebbe, Re- 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 don't understand like, Okay, an empty urn. You, you took an empty pot off the fire? No, you took a, 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 an urn that you emptied. So you used up all the hot water. Now you remove it from the fire. Okay, okay. so now you have an empty hot urn. So the mission is saying is don't put a little bit of water into that into that empty urn because it's still hot enough. If you only put, let's say, an ounce of water in, it's going to heat up the water. And you can't heat up water on Shabbos. But if you put in, you know, a gallon of water into it, so it's not going to heat up a gallon of water. All, all it will do for your gallon of water is it'll remove the chill. And that's fine. Okay. That's not considered bishul. All you're doing is removing the chill on the cold water. Correct. In order, and we've discussed it before, in order to cook water, you have to get it to the temperature of Yad Sol Adespo. To cook something where the hand will recoil. You can't, right, you have to put a lot of water in. Unless it is, cool, unless it is cooled down, because otherwise you're going to cook the water. That's according to this Pshat and the Gemara, yes. Okay. Uh, you're, what's going to be called Mitzarev, you're going to harden the Kli. So the way that in, in the Kli manufacturing pro- process, they would heat up, you know, the Kli, a metal Kli was heated up, 
and then they would fashion the clee. And then to, the final step in the manufacturing process was to uh, fill it with cold water. So Gemara wants to know, I, you are being mitzare. If you are strengthening the clee, every time you take a hot clee and you introduce a bunch of cold water into that clee, you actually strengthen the clee. So the Gemara says, Rav Shimon, he, well, that's Rav Shimon Shita that holds, that if you're doing something, your intent is not to be mitzare of the clee, then you're allowed to do it. So even though it might accidentally happen, you might end up being mitzare of hardening the clee by pouring in a gallon of cold water into this, what was a hot, empty clee. So it looks like you're finishing the manufacturing process, you're hardening the clea. It's not a problem because we go like Rav Shimon who says that if something happens and it's un- unintended, it's going to be mutter. Is it the same thing that got with the water? I mean, if you're not miscaven to, 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 to warm up water, I mean, if that's not your kavana, you want to cool off the pot, let's say. So kavana is not to warm up water, it's to cool off the pot. That, that might be an issue, but why would you do that? When I was talking about things you would do, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, Waste you wouldn't waste water to, to cool off the pot. In other words, it's it's not a pra- it's not a practical it's not a practical application on Shabbos. Of what are you talking about? I do that every Shabbos. You take your chul, your empty chulim pot, you put it in the sink. Okay. You don't take hot pots and put them in the sink. Why not? Because you're cooling them off. So, no, I'm saying so, but why would you do that? Well, why would you do it? Yeah. So why do you need to cool off your empty hot pot? You don't. You put them in the sink, but there's water in the sink. What I'm saying is if you're not miscoving for the water to get heated... Oh, so then that would also, of course, not be a problem. I mean, you're not, you're not trying to heat up the water, according to the shita. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Okay. Maskevla Abaya. Abaya asks, what are you talking about? How could you say that when it's said in the Mishnah, that you cleared it away... It's talking about it's emptied of water. It's it's not grammatically correct. Midi mecham shepina mimenu mayim katani. It doesn't say that the mecham the urn was emptied out from water. It says you cleared it off. When we say you cleared something off, it means you cleared it off the fire. Mecham shepinu katani. So elam or abaya abaya is going to learn a different shot. Hachikamar ha mecham an urn shepinu that you cleared it off of the fire. The yesh by mayim chamen, it still has hot water in it. Lo yitei l'toychei mayim muatim. Don't put a little bit of water in. Now it's the same deal, right? Because if you have um, uh, an urn, a hot urn that has uh, a half a gallon of boiling water, don't put an an ounce of cold water into it. Bishvil sheyechamu, because it will end up heating up the water that you poured in. Ava l'toych, a nice l'toychei mayim merubin kedei lahafshiron. But you can pour, again, if you have an urn that has a half a gallon of cold water, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, of boiling water, that came off of the fire, you can pour a gallon of cold water because it's not going to heat up the gallon of cold water. There's not enough hot water in there. Umecham shepina mimenu mayim. And, uh, however, any urn that you emptied of hot water, lo mayim kol iker, you can't put any cold water into it at all. Whether it's a bucket or an ounce, it doesn't matter. You can't put because once you have an empty, a kli that is empty of water, that is still burning hot, it is mitzarif. So Abaya explains the Mishnah 
like Rabbi Yehuda, and therefore, the, the only way to understand Pinuhu, or the way to understand Pinuhu, is that you actually cleared it off the fire with, the urn off the fire, with hot water in there. Amarav, Rav says, Loishonu Elolahafshir. Avalatsaref Asr. And Rashi explains that Rav is going to look at Adabarava, and he's saying that the only time that you are allowed to pour cold water into the urn is if you are removing the chill. But if your intent is to be Mitsarev, if you're doing it for the Kli, to strengthen the Kli, it's going to be Asr, because we hold. That uh, I mean, because we know that being mitzarif kli is going to be aser. Ushmul Amar afilu litzarif nami mutter. So the Gemara wants to know what are you talking about? We, it's very cryptic how you, how we're explaining this machlek is Rav and Shmuel. Litzarif lachila mishari. Can does anybody hold that you're allowed to be mitzarif kli? It's a finishing step in the manufacturing process. Nobody would hold that you're allowed to do that. Ela yitmar hachi itmar. But rather, this is how you have to learn. The machlekes between Rav and Shmuel. Amar Rav lo yishanu el ashir lahafshir. Avol shir letzarev aser. That it's only going to be aser is if you put in enough water to be mitzarev. I'm sorry. If you put in enough water to be to be mafshir. Avol shir letzarev aser. Then Rav says that if you put in too much water, so Rav is talking about in stages. So he's going to understand like Ravada bar and what he's going to say is like this. If you take an empty urn off the fire, you can't pour in a little bit, of, very little bit of water, like one ounce of cold water into the burning urn, because that'll heat up the water. But you could put more, let's say, uh, you know, three cups of water into there, because it'll remove the chill. But you can't put in, it, you can't fill up the urn with cold water, because that will, in effect, be mitzarafit. So the difference between the way Rav Adar explained it and Rav is explaining it is how much water do you need in the Kli to be Mitzarev? Rav Adah held that any amount you could be Mitzarev, you can finish a partial Kli. So any amount of water, if you put in, you know, a, 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 if, you, if you put in, if you filled half the urn with water, then with cold water, it would be Mitzarev. However, Rav Adah held that we go like Rav Shimon, and therefore it's Davashen and Miskavan is going to be Mutter. Rav holds that there's three levels. You can't put in a little tiny bit of water into a burning urn, little tiny bit of cold water because it'll heat up the cold water. You can't, on the flip side, you can't fill the entire urn with cold water because that will be mitzaref and he holds its aser, like Rabbi Yehuda. But you can put in a middle amount, which is not enough to be mitzaref because Rav holds you can only be mitzaref a kli, you can only finish the kli if you fill it up completely with water. And, uh, you can, and you can put in more than a little bit because once you put in enough water, it won't, uh, the water that you're introducing, the cold water that you're introducing will not get heated up. It will actually just remove the chill. Shmuel Amar, Shmuel argues on Rav in this matter, Afilu Shir Litzarev Mutter. That you can even put, you can fill the entire Kli up. So if you have a burning Kli, you can fill the entire Kli up with cold water. Even if it'll be Mitzarev the Kli, it'll, it'll, it, it'll, if, in effect, finish the manufacturing process, it's still going to be motor. So, Frak the Gemara, the Gemara wants to know, Are you telling me that Shmuel holds like Reb Shimon? Really? Meaning, because Shmuel holds, if you're allowed to put in, you're allowed to put in enough water where it's going to, in effect, finish the Kli. 
Remember the Shmuel Kerb Shimon Sphere that he holds like Rav Shimon. Varmar Shmuel Shmuel says Mechabin Gachel Shal Matchis Perushas Arabim that let's say you have a coal of metal, right? So you have something a burning piece of uh, uh, a burning hunk of metal sitting in Perushas Arabim. So you are he, Shmuel holds you are allowed to extinguish it. So somebody doesn't uh, step on it or, or get damaged by so it doesn't damage the Rabim. because as Rashi explains. Metal burning metal is not won't won't come to an, an issue of kiboy da raisa. Then in order to be over on kiboy and extinguishing something midaraisa, it has to turn into a positive action. Okay? So I will and meaning if you had, let's say, a burning piece of wood that was lit in the middle of Rishasarabim, that was a uh, public hazard. So if you go ahead and you pour you pour water over it, you extinguish the uh, the the lit piece of wood you're going to in effect make charcoal that would be midaraisa so he holds that you can't do something that is that it's it's going to be kiboy daraisa but when you have a burning piece of metal gachela shal matches when you have a burning piece of metal since when when you extinguish the fire the burning piece of metal let's say you cool it down you're not going to make pechem you're not going to make charcoal it's not going to be an issue of kiboy daraisa so he holds that for the public. To, to relieve the public hazard, you are able to extinguish the burning piece of metal. However, if you have a piece of wood that is burning in the middle of Rosh Hashanah, you may not extinguish it because you are going to, in effect, be over on, on Kibui, right? You're extinguishing um, a fire that Midaraisa will make, you'll make charcoal, and that is an issue, Daraisa, and we w- will not allow you, Shmuel will not allow you to. Uh, take care of a public hazard if it's going to cause you to be over on a daraisa. If we say that that Shmuel holds like Rib Shimon, that Dover Shainim is his mutter, your intent here is not to make, to not extinguish the fire in order to make charcoal. Your intent is to save the Rabbim, Nami, that even a burning piece of wood, Shmuel should hold, you're also allowed to extinguish. So the Gemara says, well, Shmuel is split. If it's something that is a Dover Shane Miskavain where you don't have intent, let's say that Mitzaref, he holds like Shimon. So by Mitzaref, what's your purpose of pouring water into the Kli? You just want to remove the chill from the water. You want to make lukewarm water. You're not trying to heat up the water. You're not trying to, um, I'm sorry, you're not trying to finish the manufacturing process of the Kli by introducing cold water. So therefore, that's when Shmuel holds like Shimon. Something that is a malacha that you don't need for, your, for, for itself. So there, when you're extinguishing the wood, the burning piece of wood in Rishas HaRabim, that is, um, you're, it's, it's, that's called the malacha she'enetzrichelugufa. You don't need it. You're not trying to create charcoal. The issue with, just want to be clear, the issue with Malacha daraisa. The issue with extinguishing a, uh, a, a a burning piece of wood, the issue isn't that you're putting out the fire. The issue is that you're creating charcoal. So that's something called malacha she'enetzricha legufa. That when you're doing a malacha that is not needed for the the action that you're that would be usher. The action that's usher is making charcoal. So when you're putting out the fire, the burning piece of water, you're not trying to make charcoal. You're just trying to put out the fire. So therefore, why is there an issue putting out a fire? pardon? Why is there not an issue putting out the 
because the only time there's an issue of putting out a fire midaraisa is if you're going to make charcoal. It has to be a positive action. So b'malacha she'ena tzricha legufa when he when it's b'malacha she'ena tzricha legufa meaning where you're putting out the fire not to create charcoal, but just to remove the public hazard, there he, Shmuel, will hold like Rabbi Yehuda, and he holds that it's Usr. So he, that's a machlekes. The question of whether or whether or not putting out a fire just to put out the fire is mutter or Usr, that is a machlekes between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon will hold that it's mutter, and Rabbi Yehuda holds that it's Usr. Shmuel holds like Rabbi Yehuda in that regard. Amar Ravina, so Ravina says, based off of this halacha, Hilkach, if you have a thorn in Rishus Harabim, that's a public hazard, okay, that people will get damaged. So then, what you should do is move it less than four amas at a time, which means that it's, you're, not gonna, you're not doing an issue, you're not being over a malacha da raisa, because it's less than dalad amas. And we said, if it's darabanan, you may, um, if it's drabanan, you and and it's it's to remove a public hazard. You are able to do it, and therefore you should remove the thorn less than four amas. Well, the caramelis, however, in a caramelis, I feel tuva. You can transport it more than dalad amas because a caramelis is a rishos drabanan. And what we're saying is, you are allowed to be over on a milacha drabanan to take care of a public hazard. So now just to fit. Correct. He's coming off of the fact that what we were saying was that you can extinguish a metal according to Shmuel. So he's saying, yeah, if you go like Shmuel, meaning if you, if, if you go like Shmuel, correct. Yes. If you go like Shmuel, we see that for the public to relieve a public hazard, you are able to, um, you're able to be over on a dindra bottom. Nothing to do, right? Nothing to do with the action of the malacha. You wouldn't be able, you could probably be able to the rice also, no? No, not sakana. We're saying a public hazard. We're not talking about a sakana where something is going to kill you. We're talking about a public hazard, right? Something will 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 damage people. Hazard and a sakana. Uh, monetary hazard. No, no one's going to die. No one's going to die if they step on a thorn. It's a public hazard. Okay, Abel Nesin, at the end of the Mishnah, Abel Nesin. So we said that you are able to, at the end of the Mishnah, we said, that you could put um, cold water into the pot, like we explained there's certain ways to do that, or you could put it into a, a warm cup in order to, um, in order to remove the chill. So Tanara Abadon, we'll have to explain this like this. Nesin Adon, that you can pour hot water. So if you have a cold cup of water, you could pour some hot water into it. Okay, again, the cold is in the cup. You have a cup of cold water, you can pour some hot water into it. Okay. So I just want to explain, in those days, um, hot water was a, a, a very uh, expensive commodity. So you wouldn't like, like what we would do now is if we wanted to take a warm bath, so we turn on the hot water, and then um, you know we 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 could leave it sit, or we we turn on some cold water with it. It's it, it's a lot different. In those days, what they did was they had a very little bit of hot water. It was very expensive, 
they had, let's say, an abundance of cold water, so they would always be mixing, let's say they wanted to make a cup of tea, they wouldn't just pour themselves, uh, like we would do, pour ourselves a cup you know, straight from the urn of complete hot water, and then just wait for it to cool down until I'm ready to drink it. That's what I, that's what, that's what I would do. Um, but in those days, they, uh, hot water was a commodity, so therefore they wouldn't do that. They would have to find the right mix of cold water and hot water. They didn't want to use up all their hot water. So Tanarabanan, so what happens here? Let's say what, what let's say you're going to make yourself a cup of tea on Shabbos. So what we're saying is, that what you can't do is take some hot water from the urn and then take some cold water and pour it into your hot water to cool it down. That you can't do, right? You have to pour the hot water into the cold water so you first pour a cup of cold water, and then you add some hot water to it. Because it's a concept of called tata'i gvar. Now, whatever is on the bottom, whatever is established, is stronger. So, if your cup, if you have a hot steaming cup of water, and you pour some cold water into it, you're in effect heating up the water, because the tata'i gvar, what's in the cup already, what's in the cup is stronger, and therefore it's like you're boiling up the new cold water that you're introducing. But the other way is going to be fine. If you have a cup of cold water, as you pour the hot water in, all you're doing is cooling off the hot water. That it doesn't matter whether it's hot water into cold or cold into hot because because we're talking about a cup. A cup is a cliché. It's not what, where the water is getting cooked or initially. So therefore, Basilo holds... Basil holds that it doesn't matter if it's hot into cold or cold into hot. Either way, it's going to be fine. So we, we have here Machlokes Beisham and Basil in regards to um, you know how do I how do I get more you know drinkable water right? I want to drink a tea. So according to Beishamai, you can only you first start with a cup of cold water and then you pour some hot water into it. And according to Basil, it doesn't matter. Either way, you're fine. Abu Bambati, but a tub then chamen l'teichatzeinin. Then you can only pour hot water into cold. And that is, even Basil would agree to that, that a tub, you, in other words, when you're pouring into a cup, you want, you want drinkable water. But when you're pouring into a tub, you want water that you wash in, which is much hotter. He says it's usher. So we'll have to understand what Rishim Minasya says. So I'm Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says, Halacha is like Rishim Minasya, who holds it's usher. Rav Yosef wanted to say, so we discussed a cup, which we said is machlekes b'sham v'sil. We discussed an ambati, which is a tub, which is on the other extreme side where you want hot water. Now, what about sefel, like a bucket or a basin, which is right in between a cup and a uh, and a and a bathtub? Some Rav Yosef lemeimar sefel harayu kambachi, that a basin or a bucket that is more like a tub. Meaning, because you're not drinking out of it, right? You don't drink out of a bucket. Therefore, um, you would generally have or want hotter water in there. And therefore, we have to be more concerned that when you're mixing hot and cold water, that you're trying to actually heat up the cold water and not, and not just create the nice mix to drink. So when we're, we talk about a cup, we don't think you want to heat up the water anyway. Right, your whole point is to get good drinking water. So you, all you want to do is you want to add enough hot water, right? Because hot water is a commodity. You just want to add enough hot water to make sure that your cold water is not cold. It's drinkable. So Amar Abaya Tani Rav 
Rebchia said, Sefel Enekambati, that a basin, a bucket, is not like a bathtub. But, because Rav Yosef wanted to say it should be. Because again, we should divide, the dividing line should be, am I using this kli uh, to drink or to wash? If I'm using it to wash and it's a sefel, then it should be like ambati. If I'm using it to drink, which uh, you're not using a sefel to drink, then it should be more mekel. So Amar Le'abaya, Tan Rav Chia, sefel ene kambati. It is not, a, a basin or a bucket is not like a tub. And that which you would have thought that Rav Yosef wanted to think that a bucket would be like a bathtub. Rav Nachman said the halacha is like Rav Yosef wanted So you're never going to have rechitza b'chamen. You'll never be able to wash yourself with hot water. Right? So like I explained, the, to take a bunch of hot water and put it in a bucket and wait for it to cool down to be able to wash with it, that you would never do. You wouldn't waste hot water. So what we're saying is, if the only way to get warm water is, the only way to get warm water that's enough to wash yourself would, <clears throat> would be, uh, it, well, you wouldn't use a cup because you, you, that's not enough water to wash yourself. So if you hold that the halachas of Shem Minasya, right, that he says oyser, that you're not allowed to even pour cold water into, I'm sorry, even pour hot water into cold water, right? Because we said Roshim Oiser. So then, how would you ever? And Sefel is like an Ambati, and he answers, how would you ever have be able to wash yourself on Shabbos? You are never able to get water. You're never able to mix water at all. So the Gemara says, Mi Savas Roshim Kai. Do you want to say that Roshim is going on the Seifa? No, Areshakai. Rav Shimon wasn't talking about the Ambati. Rav Shimon wasn't talking about the uh, bathtub at all. When did he answer it? Meaning, that Beisholo held that when you're talking about a cup, whether you're pouring cold water into hot or hot into cold, he held it was mutter. And Rav Shimon answers, that he holds, like we said, in Beishamai, which Agmar is going to address in a second, Rav Shimon said that you are allowed to pour um, cold water in, you're allowed to pour hot water into cold water, but you may not pour hot water into cold water. Sorry, I said that backwards. Rav Shimon and he says pouring cold water into hot water is going to be usher because tatoi gvar. So you can't put cold water into hot water. But so the Gemara wants to know, okay, so now you're going to tell me that Rav Shimon is like Beishamai? So Rav is answering, they don't argue about this at all. Okay, meaning that it's, that Rav Shimon holds that even Beishil will agree that into a cup of water, into a cup of water, you may only pour hot water into an existing cup of cold water. You may not, not pour cold water into an existing cup of hot water. Okay, so I'm gonna, uh, we'll summarize this afterwards. Amrav Huna Beredri of Yeshua. Now, so Rav Nachman said, which means that by a cup of water, you may only pour <clears throat> hot water into cold water. You may not pour cold water into hot water. That when it came to a kli, when it came to a cup or a sefil or a bucket, so we saw that he, he wasn't concerned, meaning he did not hold like Rosh Hashem and Menasio. 
And the fact that Rav Chia says, Adam shal mayim sefel shal mayim, that you can take, let's say, like imagine a baby bottle, and you can put it into, this is where it's very negative, you can put it into a hot uh, bucket of water. So we said it doesn't matter even if the weather, the, the bottle is hot and you put it into a cold keli, or the keli, the, the, you know, the, the sefel, the, the bucket is hot, is, is hot, and you put the cold bottle into it and essentially warm up the milk, that would also be mutter. So Amar Le Rav Huna, the Rav Ashi, no. Maybe, no raya from that case of Rava. Dilma Shani Hasam, that the case of Rava is the mifsakli, that when you take a, a, a baby bottle, right? When you take a, it, it has the walls of the kli. So maybe it won't burn as hot, but to actually take the liquid from, pour it from the bottle or from the cup into the bucket that had hot water, that would be usser. Amar Le, no. Ma'ara Itmar. He says, no, it makes, I heard this case of Rava where it said he poured it and he did not put the entire baby bottle in. He rather, he poured the liquid. Ma'ara Adam Kita and a person may pour a flask of water into a bucket. Either way. So just to, um, I'll summarize this part first and then we can come back because I, I feel like, uh, I guess I didn't say it as clearly as I was hoping. Um, so we, we were basically saying that you can pour. W, you did great. Um, Sender wanted me to ask you if bubble baths are mutter on Shabbos. Okay. I'll tell, some, I'll tell Sender privately after Sheer. Okay, so asking for a friend. Okay. So, yeah. So just, to, so just to make this a little clear. We said you're allowed to pour water into, we're talking about here, um, making, how do you make more drinkable water? So we said hot water is a commodity. So we say you can pour cold water, right? You can, you can mix cold water and hot water. But we have very specific provisions. There's a machlekes, there's, there's the kalim, and then there's the action. So we have either a cup, right? Or a, a bucket, which we said at the end, that a cup or a bucket, which is a cliche essentially, and specific to a cup, we said, because you don't want it to be so hot, so we're going to allow you to mix the cold water and hot water. Now, the Tanakama held that, yes, you can mix it, but the way the Tanakama learned it was, is between Beisham and Beishil. Can I, Beishil held, I could put hot water into cold water or cold water into hot water, it doesn't matter. Beisham I held that you can only put the tatoi, since tatoi gvar, whatever's on the bottom is more established. That is that comes that's stronger, and therefore you could only pour cold water into the hot water, because when you introduce the cold water, I'm sorry. Now I'm confusing myself again. Okay, tatoi gvar, and therefore since whatever's on the bottom is stronger, the cold water you could only pour hot water into cold water. The cold water is more established. When you pour hot water into the cold water, you are never going to be able to heat up the cold water that's in the cup because tatai gvar, whatever is on the bottom, is more established. So therefore, again, Beishamai holds, you can only pour hot water into cold water, but you can't pour cold water into hot water since it's... And Beishil says it doesn't... Either way is fine. Again, that's by a case. Rishimim Menasya holds that there is no machlekes Beishamai Beishil, that he holds, according to everybody... You can only pour hot water into cold water. You may not pour cold water into hot water. And then, we, in, in regards to a bathtub, 
Okay, that's where we said that even according to everybody, the Tanakama is going to agree that that Beis Hillel holds that you can only pour hot water into cold water. That no one's going to hold by a bathtub that you can pour cold water into existing hot water. And then we just had a machlekes between Rav Nachman and Rava. Rav Nachman held like the halacha in regards to a cup or a bucket was like Rishim ben Menasia, that everybody's going to agree similar to a, a, a bathtub, right? Similar to an ambatya, that you can only pour cold, you can only pour hot water into cold water. And Rava held that it's either way, that you can pour hot water into cold water or cold water into hot water when you're dealing with a cliche, either a bucket or a kais. Moving on to the next Mishnah. Ha ilfis. So ha ilfis, if you have a frying pan, vakadeira is a pot. Shehivira and mirusachin, that you took them off the fire, but they're still, right, you took them off benashmashas, but it's still burning. It's still really, really hot. It's like, uh, you know, you order that steak in the restaurant that comes right on the skillet. Okay? Lo yitain tavlin, you can't put spices into that. Um, it's a clear shine. So you can't put spices in because you're going to be cooking the spices. But once you take it from the, uh, you know, from the frying pan and put it onto your plate, or onto a platter, then you could add, then you may add spices. It's a klisheni, right? So here, this is the, the din of klirishan and klisheni. When you're dealing with, klirishan is the pot that you cooked in. So the, you cannot add spices to the pot you cooked in on Shabbos. But you are able to add to the plate or the platter. Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, lakol hu noisein. You can put spices into anything, chutz midavar sheyesh bechay mitzvatir, except for something that has vinegar and brine. So we have to understand Rabbi Yehuda. So that's the first task of the Gemara over here. It says, Ibayolahu, Rabbi Yehuda areishakai bilakula. Is Rabbi Yehuda going on the reisha of the Gemara? And he's lakula, meaning the reisha which says you can't put spices into a kli reishain. Rabbi Yehuda would come along and say, you could put spices in except for the following, you can't put vinegar or brine in. Or is he going on the seifa, the seifa which said, you are able to put spices into a klisheni. Rabbi Yehuda would say, you, you can not put chaymets and sear into a klisheni. And he's being more machmer because according to the Tanakhama, you could put anything into a klisheni. Tashima, the Gemara says, we have Ditanya, we have a bricer. Yehuda Eimer, Yehuda says the whole ilfisin to any frying pans who noisein, you can put in the whole akadera is rice chais who noisein to all burning pots you can put in spices chutz midaver sheish bechemitz v'tzir. So we see clearly the Rabbi Yehuda is lekula that the Tanakama hold the Chachamim hold that you may not put spices into a klirishin. Rabbi Yehuda holds you can actually put any spice into a klirishin except for chemitz and tzir. So now we discuss spices. The Gemara is going to want to know what about salt. That salt is like any other spice. That in a klirishain salt will cook. In a, in a, in a klirishaini, meaning a plate, that it won't, if you add, you can, in other words, this is very negate. Can you add salt to, let's say you, just, you, you know your chant doesn't have enough salt. So, can you add salt to it? So, let's say you take the crock pot off of the fire. That's a kli reshine. So, everybody, what we're saying here is that you cannot add salt to the crock pot. But the klisheni, once you take the chont and you put it into your plate, 
then your plate is a klisheni, you would be able to add salt. Because with klisheni like basha, you can't cook, uh, you can't cook food in a, it is not, you are not able to cook food in a klisheni, it's not hot enough, and therefore you could add salt. Amalea Baya, Baya said, Tani Ravchia, Ravchia says, Melach enai ketavlin. Salt is not like spices. Tibiklisheni nami bashla. That in a klisheni, even on a plate, salt will also cook. It's much, it, it's, it's much easier to cook. And therefore, according to this memo right here, you will not be able to take chalt from the crock pot, put it into your plate, and add salt to it. Upliga the Ramah, and Rav Chia argues with Rav Nachman, Dama Rav Nachman, Tzricha Milcha Bishula Kebisra Datura. And he's on the other extreme of Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman holds that salt needs cooking at a very, very high intensity, like Bisra Datura, like the, like the meat of an ox, right? So the male, uh, uh, the, the ox meat is very, very strong, it's very tough. And in order to cook and eat ox meat, you would need a super hot fire that even Kli Rishain wouldn't cook it. So too, Rav Nachman says that salt needs a super hot flame, and even in a klirishain, it would be mutter. And now we basically have all the extremes, right? Rav Yasef says it follows like any normal spice, okay? Abaya says, quotes Rav Chia, who says that even in a klirishaini, it's usher to put salt because salt can cook in a klisheni. And we have Rav Nachman on the flip extreme saying that even in a klirishain it couldn't cook, it needs a super hot fire. Or we have another lashon. Like we said by spices, Rav Yosef would say by salt that in a klirishain salt would cook. In a klisheni, it would not cook, so you would be able to add it to your klisheni. Amalei Abaya, Tanan, Abaya is coming, Tani Revchia, that it's a second lashon here, and we're saying it uh, that Revchia is going like Rav Nachman, Melach in a ketavlin, that no, that which you said salt is going to be usher in a klirishain, it is not like spices, the beklirishain, nami le bashla, because salt will not cook even in a klirishain. The Hainu da Amr Nachman, and that's what Rav Nachman says, Tricha Milcha Bishula Kebisra de Tura. That we um, that that salt needs extra hot fire in order more than a klirishain like ox meat, and therefore um, and therefore even in a klirishain you would be able to add you you would be able to add salt even to your crock pot. So the machlekes and the two lashainis here is salt uh, the same as as spices, or is it um, or is is salt? More makel that you could even add it to a klirishan because it needs a hotter flame to burn. Um, and just so you know, we pask in the Mishnah Brewer brings down that, uh, uh, well, even though our salt is already cooked, still, um, you should, we should go like this, Rabbi Yasef, we shouldn't add it to the klirishan, but you add it to your klisheni. Um I think we'll stop here. I'll do a summary. We'll stop here, and then uh, Matzei Shabbos will pick up from the Mishnah. Anyways, it's, it flows better into the next stuff. Um, I'll send out. Where are you going to be learning Matzah Shabbos? From where to where? Matzah Shabbos, we're going to go from uh, this Mishnah until the end uh, until the end of Men Gimel. Until the end of Men Gimel? Yeah. From in Nation and Cleet to the end of Men Gimel? Yeah, maybe even to the second line of Mem Dalad, where the, there's a Mishnah there on the... Uh, the two dots on the second line of Mandalad? Dude, how, how did Duff Yomi become like two and a 
because we didn't learn some days. How are you, Natalia? <laughs> good, how are you, everybody? Good, good. good. How's Mali? It's good, it's good. W- w- welcome to the year. Okay, one second. I'm just, I'm, I just sent out the summary if anybody wants to follow along. So for the first sugya that we did here, I'm just going to go through it quickly. We basically had four pshatim in how to understand the Mishnah of the urn, right? The Mecham Shepinuhu, that Rav Ada said, it means you, you emptied out of water. We said you can't put a little bit of water in, but you can put a lot in because if you add a lot of cold water to a hot urn, it will just remove the chill from the water. I, what about Mitzaref? We wanted to know, going across from the top. He says there's no problem with Mitzaref because we hold like Rav Shimon. And again, in Rav Adashita, we explained that any amount of water that you add, so any amount of water that you add to a hot keli, any amount of cold water will serve to be Mitzaref, will strengthen the kli. And yet, he doesn't hold, he doesn't hold this a problem because we go like Rav Shimon. Abayah says, no, that what does it mean, Shepinuhu? It means that you removed it from the fire and then everything else follows the same. If you put, you can't put a little bit of water, so you have an urn with boiling hot water, you can't add a little bit of, of water, a little bit of cold water into it because you'll essentially end up cooking the cold water, but you could add enough to be mafshir. But if you, but, but Abayah would say that you cannot add any cold water if you removed all the hot water because then you're going to have a problem with Mitzarev like Rav Yehuda. And then we explained Rav and Shmuel that Rav held more like Ravada. Rav and Shmuel both held like Ravada that the Mecham Shepinuhu, we meant that you, you emptied it out of water. It was cleared out of water. And you cannot put in a little bit of water because you have a problem that it's going to heat up. If you put in a little bit of cold water into an empty hot urn, you're going to heat up the water. But you can put in, now Rav says, you can put in m- more water, a middle amount of water, because in other words, you have to be careful. He holds like Rabbi Yehuda that we have a problem with Mitzaref. So he says you can't, but he holds that, that the only time you are Mitzaref Akli, the only time you, are, you, you affect the finishing the finishing of the manufacturing process is when you fill the entire hot kli up with cold water. So therefore he's saying, put a middle amount of water in, put in enough water where it's not going to heat it up. It's not going to heat up the water. The, the hot urn won't heat up the water that you're putting in, but don't put up too much cold water where you're going to get into, run into mitzaref issues. And Shmuel says, no, it doesn't matter. We don't care. Even though uh, a full kli is mitzaref, we go like Roshimin and that's not a problem. And then moving on to Membez, we said that even though Shmuel holds like Rav Shimon, like this, in regards to Mitzarev Kli, where your intent is to uh, remove the chill on your water, you're not trying to, to finish the Kli. That he holds like Rav Shimon in regards to Dover Shimon even though he holds like Rav Yehuda in regards to Malach Hashem Yitzri which we talked about because we saw Shmuel held, you may not uh, extinguish a burning piece of wood and thereby create coal in Rosh Hashanah, he says you could do it for a piece of metal, but not for a piece of wood, because a piece of wood can come into a Malachas Kibo Daraisa, and then we, ha- we said that you're allowed to put cold water into a, a hot cup, and we explained that, that we had uh, two different ways, there's a Tanara Banan, that is a Machlekes, um, we said when it comes to a Kais or a Sefel, like we came out in the end, whether it's a basin or a cup, in other words, that are either, you don't want it in the cup, you don't want the water too hot, or a sefil, which is a klisheni, actually both of them are klisheni. We had a machlekes, the Tanakhami said it was machlekes, beishamai, and beishilol, whether you can put hot water into cold, um, whether you can put cold water into hot. Everybody agrees you can put hot water into cold, because tatoi gvar, so beishamai holds chamel 
you can only put hot water into cold and not cold into hot because tata is gvar. And if the hot water is on the bottom, you're pouring cold water into it, you're in effect heating up or boiling up your cold water. Basol says it's mutter. Either way, it's an aklisheni. Rishim Manasya says that Mesham and Basol don't argue on this. And, um, and, but it's Luchumra. It's like we learned Beishamai, but obviously we're not going like Beishamai. He holds that only Chamla Tehchsen is a mutter because Tatai Gvar. And when it came to an Ambati, a basin, we said that everybody's going to agree, even the Tanakam will agree, in other words, Beis Hillel, that you can only put hot water into cold, Tatai Gvar is going to be an issue. And then what's Machlekes, how do we hold, Rav Nachman says, that even by a cup, you may only pour hot, you may only pour hot water into cold water. And Rava said, when you're dealing with a cup, or a cephal, or a basin, even pouring cold water into hot water would be mutter. And then we discussed the cooking of the spices. We said that if it's a frying pan, a klirishain, you can't put spices into it. Okay, but you are able to put it into a klisheni, either the plate or the tamchoy. Rabbi Yehuda was more makel and said, even you can put spices into a klirishain, except for chaymets and sir. And then we had, in regards to salt, we basically had a machlekes, um, Rav Yosef said salt was like tavlin, was like spices. Abaya said in the first lashon that, that salt is actually more chamer, that it, it can cook even in a klisheni, and it's not like Rav Nachman. And in the second lashon, we said that salt is more kal, like Rav Nachman, that even in a, in a, in a klisheni, it is not mabashal, you can add salt to your klisheni. Okay, and we'll pick up from the Mishnah, Mirza Shem Matzei Shabbos 9.30.